glory church that's what i feel in this place is glory hallelujah where he is is glory it's an honor to be here with my family and just to thank i love them with all my heart and i'm so thankful for uh, friends and fellow labor in the lord with me tonight love our missionaries, amen? She is full-time, and yeah, come on, yeah, huh? Woo, glory! The Lord, I mean, the privilege of letting me go, I, I get little, uh, little uh, second three weeks, and I love it. I tell my people, I need them, we need you to go. <laughs> it's such, it's such the go-to back thing with them. Everybody else couldn't look at me. When I looked so defeated and lost and depressed, I was in a hole that I couldn't get out of. I have to always say a little bit of my testimony. Is that okay before I get into this thing? You know, I was, it was a Holy Ghost at 13. It was such a powerful experience. Although at that young age, I don't think I knew what I had. I had a weapon, but I didn't really know how but anyway, the Lord redeemed me. I married a pastor, and uh, I thought, as us females do, that when I found the man, that I was going to do some things. And then, you know, as the days went on, even though he was a man of God, a powerful man of God, he was a man. The men were like, "Here, guys." <laughs> uh huh. The same way with us women. You know what I mean? It really takes the love of God for you to stay together, right? If I had that child, anybody in the house? Come on. If I could just have that baby. Well, years went by, and I could not, and I did not. God seemed fit to give us adopted children. It was, it was, it was beautiful. I love my children. I love my grandchildren. But let me tell you, there's a space in you, I know because it was in me, that cannot be filled other than God himself. He was my best friend. He was my pastor. He was my confidant. I learned so many things from him. And in a moment's time, he was taken from me. And grieved like I've never experienced. I lost mama two years later. I lost my daddy. Two years later, I lost my dearest brother. And a, a spirit of grief, I tell you, took a, come upon me I, that I didn't think I was going to get out of, but God reached out his hand at that moment, and he began to remind me that he had never left me, and he took me back to a time that I worshipped him. I say, above anything, uh, that a pastor or missionary or teacher or whatever, I'm a worshiper. So you did right, son. It sets the at atmosphere when you begin to magnify him, and I don't wait till I get here. I praise him in my car. I praise him in the bathroom. 
in the bedroom. I danced with him. And when I was in that sorrowful place, he took me back to a moment of time when I was worshiping him. He said, do you remember that day that you were in the bedroom and you was, I was dancing with him. Come on, I was just, I was lost. And he said, your husband came in and he was watching me. He didn't want I went out. He said, do you know why I allowed that to happen? I said, what? Because he knew I was taking, he was worried about you. And I was showing him I would dance with him. Come on. I was showing him that I would dance with you. I would be your partner. I would be your husband. I wouldn't leave. He didn't have to worry about you. I'm going to take care of her. Come on, give God glory in the house. He's a friend that will stick closer than a brother. I, I don't know why. See, I know at times, I know that there is a key to that. The Bible says that we are an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. So see, there's something about that testimony. Somebody, and some of you guys got pots. Thank you guys for coming tonight. You, you men worshipers, that so blessed me. So powerful. God's done some powerful things in this house. And he wants to use your voice. In fact, I'll de declare it and say it tonight. Somebody, there's a people waiting for your voice. They're waiting for your testimony. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I want to just pray. Pray with me tonight. Father, I, I pray, Lord, that you would allow me to deliver what you delivered to me. God, the word that you spoke all day, you whispered in my ear, God. Let it be able to come forth. And I pray for the ears to be open this night. Eyes to see you, Jesus, not me. Father, let them see you. Let them hear you, God. Let their hearts be ready to receive from your word. I ask this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, I am from a Pentecostal background. Hope that don't scare you. But I, I, I mean, way back. Kentucky, where they carried them out. They would fall out and they would carry them out. That kind. I seen my grandmother shout her hair down. The hairpins would fall. That's where I come from. And so I'm a shouter. Yeah, I, I, I scream. I'm emotional. <laughs> so I, I'm telling you, when Jesus does something, I believe you're going to do something. It, it, in fact, it amazes me. There's, and I know there's some people that, 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 that never move, that never say anything. I don't know. Don't quite understand that yet. But I'm emotional. But the Lord has taught me and is teaching me on my journey that I cannot live by my emotions. Emotions change. It's not about that. If I get a bad report, <laughs> something takes place in the church, I'm like you, I'm panicked. And if I don't focus my eyes on Jesus and begin to press in with him, come on. See, we don't, we live and we move and we have our being in him. Hey, the Bible said you are not your own. You've been bought with a great price. This body is your, is his. It's not yours. I always say it's been loaned to you. You're on an earth walk. One of these days you'll lay it down. Glory to God. Somebody else say, yes, sir. 
I'm getting a new body. I want to speak to you on the subject, the power to become. The power to become. See, I, I would really expect that most of you in this house are children of God. Are you not? Are you born again? Come on, are you redeemed? Hallelujah, hallelujah. But Lord, the Lord wants to take us to a deeper level in him. He is calling forth for sons of God to come forth. And no longer to be moved by children, by children, by every word that you, comes along. And mm, Now, I don't want to mess with your natural. You hear a word of gossip? Come on. You're out the door. Somebody don't shake your hand. You're out the door. There's many of us in the house that we're still in that childlike place. We're in this. Oh, Sister Donna said it totally her sermon was so good. We're in a sweet baby business again. And that's comfortable. See, you can't be comfortable. I know it because I know it. I like comfort. I had my car for 10 years. I didn't want to get rid of my car. Because it was quiet. I was familiar with it. Come on. I knew where everything was. How did, and I knew that if I got a new one, I got to learn all over again. God's wanting to take you to a different place. He's going to get you out of the baby stage. To where that you're not moved by what people say about you. Whether they like you or they don't. Come on, you're going to have to be a son. When you become a son of God instead of a child of God, it doesn't matter if they spit in your face. It doesn't, it do, listen to me. Stephen, he waited on tables. He looked after widows. But he spent so much time in the presence of the Most High that he couldn't keep quiet. The power of God just poured. He said, I got to tell it. I got to tell it. And it got, it took him out. He began to preach and bless God. You know the story. They wasn't saying hallelujah. They wasn't coming. One by one, they began to scream. They stopped up their ears. Listen to me. When you begin to become a son of God and you begin to speak truth, ooh, it'll separate the children from the sons of God. Hey! Hurt, we rush to tell it. Come on, 
to their first listening ear. If the preacher won't hear, we'll go to the deacon. Or we'll, we, and we'll, come on, we'll start a mess. That's a sign of a child. Come on. But the Lord is calling forth. I believe this last week, the spirit, this last frame of the spirit, sons of God are going to begin to rise up. And they're going to begin to hold, behold his face. Talk about worship. They're going to spend their time in worship. They're going to spend their time in prayer. And when they walk out of the door, the presence of God goes before them. That's why I think about Moses. What a man. Hey, I, sometimes I could wait to get to heaven to meet my friend. He said, my, I think your friend. And I see him spending time with, with the Lord. And he's just flowing because he's been there. And he's been listening to the voice. He's been giving direction for the people. And like typical people are, they were down there doing sinner things, right? They were doing every ungodly thing. And I'm a pastor, so I know what it is to begin to be discouraged to people that that don't change, don't change. You're trying to get the mind of God. You're trying to be in the presence of God, and yet it's not a change. But I look at him, and instead of him, he got angry. I did see that. But I see him as a type of prophet. Because God had told him, he says, all right, Moses, I played around with him long enough. He said, I'm going to scratch him. I'm just going to wipe him off the face of the earth. We're going to start all over, boy. See, if you're not careful, even if you're in that place with him, if you look away for a moment, you'll hear another voice. Well, that's a good plan. Some of you would say, well, that just, that's just a good plan. Get rid of them, we'll start all over. I like that plan, God. Wipe them out. God's waiting for some sons to arise. That have, you see, you can't get his vision. You can't get his heart. You can't do it as, at his feet. As you study him, as you walk with him, see, you begin to put on his character. Come on, you, it's called intimacy, into my presence. If you're not there with him in that place, you'll kill people. But he'd been there long enough that he knew God, God really loved. He thought, we're going to do something with him. And then he softens down. God said, get, no, God, you can't do that. You can't kill them. If you kill them, the people, the world's going to say, you're not strong enough. But they were strong. I, I just could see God at work in those hearts of these I believe he could, he could say, child, when we get into alignment with his will and become a son of God, knowing what is the will of God, God's not out to damn the world. He's out to save the world. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for me to rise up and, and be so intimate with him that we just make somebody so thirsty that they got to have it. Why? Why? Why is he different? Why, why? Why is this church different? What's different? Let me tell you. Something about the power of the Holy Ghost. Listen to me. I can't explain it, but I got it. I'm telling you, when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and he lives in you and he has full reign in your vessel, it will cause you to 
to talk different. You'll walk different. Your reason for getting in the, up in the morning will be different. They just said, you know, all right, all right. For me, it wasn't just going to be up there, but God was speaking. He said, see, my praise is a good thing. Come on, my dance is a good thing. Hey, you want to get, you get, here comes discouragement over you. You know how to fight it? Lord, I praise you again. Lord, I come to Lord, I'll this day. And I'll praise till the joy comes down. I had a good teacher. I watched him. I watched a man of God. Listen to Do you know that more ministers probably leave their job than any profession? High rate of suicide in ministry? You know why? There's no power. It's called religion and not relation. When we were on the evangelist field, the most of the time we were spent propping up the pastors so that they could remain in their pastorate. I'm, I'm talking to them. I'm trying to teach you. you. No longer, children. God is wanting you to rise up and know who you are. But it will take time for you to press in. Paul said it this way. I've got all kinds of scriptures. You can put them up there if you want. But I'm just going with that. Is that okay? Paul, the apostle Paul. He was so smart. He had religion, and religion kills. We know it. We see ISIS doing it every day. Come on. Religion will kill you. But when somebody that has relationship with the most high God, they'll allow themselves to be killed. We were sharing it last night. Do you know why the church of the living God is alive in China? Two people, man and a woman, missionaries. They went, they preached the gospel day after day, month after month, year after year. Not one convert. Communists came in, killed them. Sounds like defeat to me. And death is with them. Unless a grain of goes down into the ground and it dies, it can't bear much fruit. Come on, listen to me. When they died, the Chinese saw how they had lived, but more importantly, how they had died. And the church is alive and well, probably the largest on the face of the earth. Whatever you read about China, there is, I've been there many times. I've taught them. They're alive. They're well. They know the true and living God. And they're, you know what their prayer is? Back to Israel with the gospel. Hallelujah. Sometimes it takes our death. For life to come. Jesus said, if you come after me, you're going to have to deny yourself. Pick up your cross and begin to follow me. Die. And Paul said it like this. He said, I choose to die daily. So smart. That man was studying it. When the Lord turned to him. He arrested him. Come on. The Lord will see. See, I, I have to know then that. Paul was destined from the, the before he was ever born. He, he's chosen one. He was a sought after one. And when God confronted him through Jesus, my Lord and my God, what a difference. When you meet Jesus, come on, when you meet Jesus, it's that name. When you meet him face to face, uh, you fall down before him and say, my Lord and my God, hey. He laid down every ambition, every dream, every fear, and he began to follow. And, and he was still saying at the end of his day, I press toward the mark of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. 
intimate with, even as in marriage, to know, to be one with him. That was his desire. That was his highest heart. And he could say, I finished my course. I kept the faith. And henceforth there's laid up a crown of righteousness for me. Listen, the Lord's got a crown for us. But you know what is not? I believe that when we get there, Brother Paul, the crown is not going to, it's going to be secondary. I tell you, it's going to be reward. But my sweet reward is when I look on his face. Come on. When you look on his face, the one that died you, died for you, redeemed you, called you by name, wrote your name down in the book of life. Come on. There used to be that song says, and when they finally call my name, whew, I'm going to answer. I'm here, Lord. I'm here. I'm here. He's going to be my sweet reward when I see him. He's given us the power to make him known. And I looked in the New Testament. And now the Lord had already given them power. If you read the scripture, he had given them already power to heal the sick, cast out devils, before the infilling of the Holy Spirit. the Holy Ghost comes upon me and he lives in me and he's intimate with me it will keep you he will guide you come on he will instruct you I often tell people especially in Pentecostal sometimes we get mixed up what the Holy Ghost is talk with a young girl last night I was talking to her in the Pentecostal churches here a lot of them don't know who Holy Ghost is he's not a dove folks He's not a fire, and he's not a wind. He's the third person of the Godhead that wants to dwell in you bodily. And when he comes in, he will give you a language. I'm telling you it's a language. And sometimes he will give you languages that you've never learned. Come on. I have a supernaturally. It's not bragging because I can't do it. I, I've never studied any. I, do, I, I mess with English like that. But I've spoken in Hebrew, Indian, different Indian languages. I was in a little country that I had never even, didn't even know about, Nepal. I really didn't. God just sent me there. And in that place, I was in a women's conference, and I, I was, I felt so inadequate. Listen to me. I felt very, the woman that I worked with, she was a degreed woman. She, she had so much knowledge. And I kept praying. And I finished that the prayer conference, and I just began to pray. And I thought, I thought, come on, I thought I was praying in my prayer language. But a little, she, she, this little woman, she grabbed the interpreter and came up to me, and she says, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. She said, I was so shocked when you opened your mouth up. She said, you were speaking in my village tongue. you got to understand there's many languages there. You were speaking in my village language. And the Lord said that everyone that comes up today will be healed. See, he comes for purpose. It's not to give you a shout, although it will make you shout. Oh, he comes to heal, to bind up, to cast down. There's something about the power of the Holy Ghost. I can't explain it, but I have it. He has me. I went there with fear and inadequacy. I said, God. I, I don't know the language. Listen, what he said to me, he's so smart. 
He said, my spirit knows no language barrier. He said, I don't have a Chinese spirit. I don't have an Indian spirit. I don't have an African spirit. I am spirit. Oh, and my spirit is speaking the same thing all across the face of the world. Come on. He's going to raise up. I'm telling you what, God will bypass the church. If they shut the Holy Ghost out, listen to me. He will find a way. You can't keep him out. He'll go into the deep, dark place. Come on. I think about Paul and Silas in that jail. Oh, the devil thought they could lock it up, stop it. We'll stop the move of God. We'll beat them until they're a bloody pulp. Oh. We'll put them in the inner sanctum where it's stinky and they're going to be forgotten. But they didn't understand. You can't lock up the Holy Ghost. And in the midnight hour when they were in their pain of pain, they began to sing. And the praises go up. Then the glory comes down. Come on. It just begins to come down. And when the praises reach the most high God, there was dispatched angels. We talk about the chains being broken. My praise is a weapon. Come on. My prayer is a weapon. My worship is a weapon. Nobody on the earth is strong that can't keep. Come on. Do what they will. Kill them. They're, they're dying daily in China, in India, in the Arab countries. They're dying. You can't shut them up. When they die, here comes up another one. Come on. You, you think it shut him up with Stephen? We'll get rid of Stephen. We're, we're, uh, here comes Paul. Come on. Oh, that was a good move, wasn't it? Wrote most of the New Testament. He's wanting to raise up in this last hour, this day, sons. Come on, not children. Not being moved by your emotions. Not changing churches every time you don't like what the pastor says. If you don't get the position, you fall. Listen, it's time for men and women of God to hear the word of God. You get into his presence and see his face and hear a word from God. And then he will plant you where you are to be. And when you are planted by the hand of God, there will be fruit. You'll see it. Come on. Come on. Yeah, you can say amen. There will be fruit. Hey, Yeshua, you can't keep it from coming. And I will say this. We get caught up in the gifts. Man, I like the gifts. Wonderful. Can a gift move? But can I tell you something tonight if you don't know it already? A gift is a gift of it is a gift. It's not because you're so spiritual. I am real spiritual. Listen, you can't you can't fast. You can't fast enough. You can't the gifts that God gives you are that I believe they're already in you when you're born. That's just my thought. They're in there. They're a gift to you. So that's why you see strange stuff. They can cast out demons. What do you say to people about the devil? They'll say, when he comes, there'll be some that come before him and say, but Lord, Lord, didn't we cast him out? Didn't we heal him? He said, I never was intimate with you. I never knew you. 
you did not let me into those places in your presence. Just put me soft sugar. You let me in on Sunday. And then the rest of the week, it was your presence. Oh, this is a different anyway. This will take you into eternity. This will take you into heaven. Come on, it will cause you to be a fruitful Christian. I am tired of babies. Come on, swimming out in a stagnant pool. Cry and change my diaper. Come on, I'm looking for men and women that will stand shoulder and shoulder. They're just going to keep their eyes on the sovereign king. And they're going to keep marching. They might get stoned at, spit at. Come on. But they're going to march right on into the kingdom. Taking a host of them. He's equipped you. The Holy Ghost Paul said it this way He said I pray in the Holy Ghost More than you all I hear from you Oh that was, that was for back here That's in a done way with Holy Spirit Come Listen people In this last hour In this last day This is not a message that everybody wants to hear Because you can, you can go anywhere And hear that you're okay And I'm okay but the truth of it is, without him, we're not okay. Without him, left on our own devices, we will do ungodly things. We'll yield our body, we'll yield ourselves to unholy things. Come on. But the more time that you, the old folks said it this way, it takes time to be holy. It takes time. It takes time. In the presence of the living God, where are our prayer meetings? Where travail comes forth and we begin to intercede, not for ourselves, but we say, God, for souls. Give me a soul lest I die. Give me a soul, God. I need a soul. I saw a movie, and yes, once in a while I go to the movies. Most of the time I go to sleep. I'm like, Ben, you go to sleep or you go to the movies. It's dark, it's talking to I think it's, I say, like, first of all, it's a war movie. It's loud, right? Shooting. And um, I can't think of the name of it, but it's a true story about a man, and he was a conscientious objector. You know the story. But it just packs all in. It impacted me. It stirred me up. Because it was true. He, he, do y'all know the story? Powerful. He refused to go the way, and he he wanted to serve. He wanted to he wanted to serve his country. He just could not. He could not bear arms. Listen to me, because he had made a vow. Oh, that's not good enough. He made a vow to God. I, I will not bear arms because you see, in his heart, he had murdered already. In his heart, he had murdered his father, not physically, but in his heart, he did. And because of that. That murder that he had in his heart, he said, God, I will never bear an arm. But I want to serve you, God. I want to serve you, God. And he went through hell and high water. They beat him to a top. They put him in jail, imprisoned him. Listen to me. But there was something on the inside of him. Come on. That holy seed of God was on him. I want to, I want to serve you, God. I want to be used in this war. Use me, God. Use me, God. And they, God placed him on the line. And if you know the story, he saved so many of his men, not just his men, but he saved the enemy. Oh, if that ain't the proof that the God that we serve was on the inside of him, he didn't just save his friends. He saved his, the enemies and his cry. And I, since I saw that movie, I said, I've been saved, God, just one more. Hands bleeding. 
body weary. He didn't think it could go on. He said, God, just give me strength for one more day. Let me set me one more. My God, let me set me one more. That's when you become a son of God. Listen to me. When your body will not keep you from going. Listen to me. When your relationships will not keep you from going. When you're so in love with him, you're ready to leave mom and daddy, husband and children, and go where he says to go. He's raising you up to be a son and a daughter. Filled with the power of the living God. He said, if you will ask me, I will give you the nations for your inheritance. I'll give you a people you don't even know. It's true, isn't it? He'll give you a love for somebody you've never seen before. You young men, God wants to take you to places that you never. Come on. I was terrible in, ge in geography until I started fasting. I didn't know where these places were. Come on. <laughs> i tell you a quick story. I got a message today from daughter. She called me. She said, Mama. She's, she's got eight children, and, and she babysits in daycare. She's a brave soul. And she got a call and was interviewed by a lady. You want to know where she was from? Nepal. Y'all don't understand, but that, this, that's a remote place. Not many people go there except if they want to climb a mountain. And they don't go to the places where we go out in the countryside, let me say. And here, this Nepalese woman here in America comes where? To my daughter? I'm just saying. I just, God has got this place. I'm telling you, he will orchestrate your life. He will open doors for you that you never thought would. And it's never too late to start. I told you that last night. Listen, I, it was in my 50s before I ever went out of this country. I had it in my heart. God had had that seed in me that I would do missionary work. But in my, you don't start missionary. If you know anything about ministry, you don't start in your 50s. It's true, isn't it? Is, is it true? No board will let you go. Well, thank God I didn't have the board to tell me not to go. So I just went. God opened up the door and I stepped through. Come on. Don't limit the Holy One of Israel. He wants to raise you up. He wants to nurture you up. He wants you to come into his presence. He's going to speak sweet mysteries into your ear. He's going to cause you to love God and his people more than you will love your life, more than you will love a degree. Come on. Our position. some sons and there's some wannabes in here. I believe there's some that in here you, you want it. Do I feel, am I wrong? Do I sense, sense this hunger that I want to be more? Listen to me. I, I, I don't know, but I do. I cry out, God, go deeper yet. Strip it off. Strip the layers off of me and anything that's not like you get it out of me so that I can be prepared when I go. Come on. I don't want anything between me and you that would hinder the work of the living God. sing those songs. I'll go where you want me to go. Yeah. Liar, liar, bone, bone, liar. <laughs> I, I remember my first trip, I went there and my I had uh, been taken an offering for China, a church sponsoring 
and I said, I, you know, I, I may never get saved, but I can go through. I can get because I believe that. I get it. I know. I, that, that's that's the essence of going through. And uh, the speakers, they said, they invited me out, and they said, where, where would you like to go, Dora? Just but the door was open. I thought I had, had two places in my heart all my life, and it's China and Russia. They said, get your passport because you're <laughs> just like that. Get your passport because you're going to China. See, that's how quickly we'll have it. That's how quickly. When you surrender, that Arusta Makate, it's that God will meet with you. See, it, it didn't even make sense. I'm a woman. I'm a widow. I'm not highly educated, if you can't tell. For me to go, God, he takes foolish things of this world to confound the wise and the foolish. Stand to your feet with me. Bore make See, there's something about the power of the Holy Ghost. He said, those that hunger and thirst after me, he said, I will fill them. See, see, Stephen had such a hunger, he couldn't remain waiting tables. He loved the widows, but he said, I, I got to tell it. I got to go. There's a fire that shut up in my bones, and I can't not speak. Put a fire down in my soul. You know that one? <sighs> Come on, I want you to sing it with me. God wants to put that fire in you. When the fire begins to wane, when you're spending time with everything but Him, He wants to breathe on you tonight. He wants to breathe his life upon you again. Can you cry it out? Say, set a fire, Lord. And I can't control more of you. Is that your heart's cry? Set a fire down in my soul. And I can't control. More of you. Tell him, come on. More of you. Tell him. Set a fire down in my soul. Then I can't control. I want more. If that's you tonight, you don't have to come. But if you want to come, come up here in his presence. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost, or you need a re refilling, perhaps you haven't spoken in tongues in a long time. Come.